I want to ask you about right. that. Right, oh, and that matters, right? It matters what, that we're not in, no, wait, wait, it matters. It ma let's not forget what has been happening almost two years now, right? Putin, right, Putin's war in, in, right, but that has caused inflation, that has caused prices to go up, right? And so the president t took action to make sure gas prices went down, which they have, right? And we co we're coming out of this pandemic. So all of those things have been a, have been part of the where inflation is. But inflation is moderating. The president's going to continue to make sure that we lower cost and lower prices on those goods that you just listed out. Welcome to the Paranormal Patriot. Quick question for you. Can someone please kindly tell me what Biden, the administration, or the Democrats in general have done to lower gas prices? I mean, they completely destroyed our strategic reserves. They have banned fossil fuels. They have banned oil drilling. They banned coal. We're buying oil from our foreign enemies at an exacerbated price. I mean, it's ridiculous how high we are paying for oil. What has this administration done to counter gas prices? They're still, they will sit there and they will tell you gas prices are coming down. Inflation is coming down, everybody. Coming down from what? The 8, 9% inflation we had, now it's what, only 7 they don't want to tell you that it was 3% when Biden took office. They don't want to tell you that gas was $2 a gallon. Now, in my neck of the woods, it's about three fifty, But it's coming down. And then she has the audacity. Do you remember Putin? Putin? Putin price hike. They're still fixated on the Putin price hike. They're still fixated on the pandemic. How does this woman, how does KJP even sleep at night she I, I i i couldn't be able to do it she is lying through her teeth she knows she is lying through her teeth she has no ca character she has no morals she has no conscience she has no soul someone who can stand up there and completely lie to the american people and then argue about the fact that she's lying is reprehensible She's horrible. Again, welcome to the Paranormal Patriot. My name is Tom Velasquez. Welcome to the show this week. We've got a pretty interesting show. There's a lot of talk about this new Netflix movie with Julia Roberts, uh, Leave the World Behind. And I watched it. And I, I, I really get into kind of those movies like that. You know, End of the World, you know, what happens if the world ends? You know, how will you survive? Stuff like that. You know, shit hits the fan movies. This one, I'll give you my thoughts on, and I'm going to give you more than my thoughts. We're going to go down a rabbit, rabbit hole, I guess. But before we get into that, we all know Hunter Biden has been indicted on nine counts of tax evasion. Um, I hate to say it. Nothing's going to happen to this guy. Nothing. 
The Republicans are feckless, absolutely feckless. Steve Bannon refused to testify in front of Congress and is in jail. Hunter Biden refuses to testify in front of Congress. And he's kind of applauded as a hero, you know, all way to stand up to the right, Hunter. Trust me, there's two different rules in this country. There is a rule if you are a powerful Democrat and then there's everybody else who has no, you, you have no laws. You are not innocent until you're proven guilty. If you are a Republican or, God forbid, a MAGA Republican, you are guilty until proven innocent. And that's totally contradictory to what this country was founded on. The laws of this country were founded on. But that's how it is now. Hunter Biden's going to get off scot-free. Absolutely scot-free. And you and I know it. Why the Republicans are not holding this administration's feet to the fire, why he's not being held in contempt of Congress is beyond me. Same thing when Anthony Fauci. He lied through his teeth to Congress. He got caught in the lie. Nothing's going to happen to him because nobody wants to make waves. Trust me, the more I see what is going on in this country and around the world in general, the more I realize it's them. It's not the Democrats versus us. It's not the Republicans versus us. It's the politicians versus us. They are doing a phenomenal job of dividing us, making us hate the other side. Hell, when I grew up, I grew up in the 70s and 80s, mostly the <laughs> 80s that I remember. But it didn't matter what your political affiliations were. You could be best friends with a Democrat if you were a Republican. Hell, I had a lot of friends I, I got into politics quite early. I remember watching the presidential debates of Ronald Reagan in the 80s. I was pretty young when I got into politics, and I remember I had a bunch of friends hated Ronald Reagan. It didn't matter. We didn't care. Now, you can't, you can't be friends. You can't have family members that you talk to that have an op- opposing opinion to you. The Democrats, and let's just call it for what it is, the politicians in general, they have divided us. And you've heard the old saying, a country, nation, divided, cannot stand. We're falling. That is by design. I mean, some of you might not agree with this, but really our only hope right now is to have Trump back in office. I know, again, some of you think, oh, God, Trump is horrible. This guy is a fraud. Listen, for four years, he did exactly what he said he was going to do. And I never felt safer. I was much more prosperous. It was a good time to be an American. We were respected. We are not respected on the world stage now because our leader, so-called leader, is a bumbling buffoon who you... I don't know what is going to happen. We're going to get into this in a little bit, but this whole election cycle is going to be something insane. There's no telling what's going to happen. There's no way the Democrats can parade Joe Biden up there in an attempt to remain the president. There's no way. Not only is this man hopefully despised by half the people of this country, over half the people, over half the people, roughly about 58 to 60 percent of the people cannot stand this guy and his policies. My question, and I've asked this many times before, and I've not gotten an answer from anybody. 
Carl, you can give me an answer. What is he doing? What is Biden and the Democrats doing in this country that you would support them? You would approve of that. I mean, do you like the economy in shambles? Do you like 7% inflation? Do you like 3 to $6 gallon gas? Do you like going to the grocery store and paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars for not even a basket full of food? Do you like paying all these extra taxes? Do you like the fact that we're on the verge of World War III? What has he done? What has the, what has the Democrat Party done? Somebody, somebody, Phil, I know you listen to this show. Carl, I know you listen to this show. Please, for the love of God, tell me what you like about this president, about this administration, about this party, that you would vote for them again to have the same, if not more, of the policies that have been, in, have been instituted over the last two and a half, three years. I'm not even going to talk about the border because we all know the border is an absolute mess. This president, this administration, the Democrat Party has made this country so unsafe that it is almost, there are people I know that are afraid to go on a plane, afraid to go in mass, mass transportation. They don't want to go to a big city. People are afraid, not only because of what's happening in Israel and Palestine, but because they know that because the Biden administration, the Democrats, the liberals, the progressives, whatever you want to call them, the communists, they know that they are just letting terrorist cells in here. I mean, the alphabet, DOJ, FBI, CIA, CIA, they're all saying you have to be vigilant. We are on high alert. Carl, Phil, does that, is that okay? Phil, you were in the military. It amazes me how many people in the military are Democrats. Listen, I've always been told, I've never been in the military, unfortunately, but I've always been told once you're a military man or woman, you're always in the military. You may be retired, you no, no, may no longer be active, but those are your brothers and sisters in the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines. And the Democrats hate the military. They constantly vote to defund the military. But yet you support them? It makes no sense to me. Remember when everybody said, Phil, I remember you saying left and right all over social media how Trump is going to, He's going to bring about World War III. I've never felt more safe than when Trump was in office. You know why? Because nobody messed with him. I don't know what Trump says in those meetings, but I would love to be a fly on the wall. Because Trump would say Trump would go meet him and done. North Korea. Trump went to North Korea. You never heard a peep from them until Biden got in the office. Now they're lobbing ICBMs across Japan. Come on, guys. Use your head. Is Trump perfect? Absolutely not. I will never say he is. But tell me how much worse it was under Trump than it is now under Biden. And you can't give me the old racism crap. Listen, Barack Obama, the great unifier, quote unquote. He set this country back 50 years. He is not the great unifier. He's the great divider. He divided the races in this country. 
the media portrayed Trump as a racist, as a Nazi. Ladies and gentlemen, the only racist Nazis in this country reside in the Democrat Party. The Democrats and their followers are the most racist people I've ever met. Let's take, for example, the mayor of Boston. Have you heard this story? This isn't racism at all, is it? So this is what happened. The mayor of Boston, Michelle Wu, sent out an email for a Christmas party that essentially, and I can't even say essentially, it did exclude white people. Any other minority was allowed to go to this Christmas party but white people. Can you imagine if Ron DeSantis did that in Florida? The only people that are allowed at this Christmas party are white people. No other minorities are allowed. That would be continuously looped every news channel on the planet. Michelle Wu says it, and this is her response. Listen to this. I think we've we've had individual conversations with everyone so people understand that it was truly just a, an honest mistake that went out in, in typing the email field. And um, I look forward to celebrating with everyone at the holiday parties that we will have besides this one as well. So um, it is my intention that we can, again, um, be a city that lives our values and create space for all kinds of communities to come together. I want to play a little clip of that again because... She, she knows she's busted, but she doesn't care. Listen to what she says here, and I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little bit greater detail after you hear this. Listen to this. Look forward to celebrating with everyone at the holiday parties that we will have besides this one as well. Celebrating with everyone at these Christmas parties we're, we're going to have besides this one as well. So essentially, she basically said, well, I got caught. I'm going to have to have an, a white person Christmas party, but I'm not changing this. This is no whites included Christmas party. And then as a double F you finger, middle finger up to the country, she posts pictures of this party. And guess what? There's no white people there. It's all Mexican, Asian, black, Indian, you name it. Every nationality, every race but white. And I guess race wouldn't be the right word because we're all humans, right? You wouldn't think so because the Democrats want to divide us all. But can you imagine if a Republican, if anybody other than a Democrat would have done this? Have would, if they would have said no whites. It, it, she's being applauded. As long as you are being racist toward white people, it's not racism anymore. That is the legacy of the Democrat Party. Among other things that are going to be destroying this country and the world, but we won't get into that right now. This is ridiculous. In what parallel dimension is this normal? Apparently this one. You can be as racist as you can be the definition of racist. As long as it's against whites and Republicans. That's all that matters. If you're a Republican, well, you can be racist against whites too then. Because you're a Republican. I don't get it. Carl, Phil, all you other Dems listening to this show, please, please contact me and let me know 
what Biden and the Democrats are doing to earn your vote. And I don't mean that disparage. I, I don't mean to disparage you on this. I really want to know. I really want to know because 99.9% of the people I know that voted for Biden completely regret their vote. But there are almost 40% of the people out there that said, I approve of the job he's doing. What? What the hell is wrong with you? And I get it. That's a rhetorical question because we know you have a mental illness, but regardless. But before I go to break, I want to play a clip for you from our old friend, big old Jerry Nadler from New York. This guy is a shill. That's the best word I can put. The most PG word I can put is a shill. He is He's horrible. He, he is the reason why there's so much division. He's part of the reason why there's so much division because Republicans, Democrats, both alike, they can't see, they can't cross aisles anymore. You can't, you can't be a centrist in this country. You're either left or you're right. Pick a side. But I wanna, want you to hear what Jerry Nadler had to say about the possibility of a Biden impeachment. Listen to this. The impeachment inquiry vote is absurd. There is absolutely no evidence that the president has done anything wrong whatsoever. Every time the Republicans have held a hearing on it, they've had mud in their face. And to open an impeachment inquiry when you have no evidence whatsoever of any impeachable crime or any crime at all is, is frankly an insult to the intelligence of the people. You know, I just edited out about 30 seconds of silence that I didn't want you to hear. I have no idea other than you're an idiot. That's my only response. They have to be talking. Jerry Nadler has to be talking about when the Democrats impeached Trump twice. There was no evidence. It was all hearsay. It was all, well, I had a friend who had a friend who had a friend who was in the room and thought they heard this, but they can't guarantee that that, that, that was what was said. What more evidence do you need, Nadler? We have the checks. We have the emails. We have the phone conversations. We have the witnesses that are not anonymous whistleblowers. They're coming out who they are and telling you, yeah, I was part of this. This ain't. This is not on the up and up. What more evidence do you need to have? It, if, if China came out, if Ukraine came out and said, yep, Joe Biden, he's a crook. He has committed treason against your country. This is what he did. They have video of him doing it. Hell, Joe Biden's posted the video on it. He's boasting about what he did. Do you all remember what he said about this? Listen. And I was going, supposed to announce that there is another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars." I said, "You're not getting a billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." Oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> Got fired, and they put in place someone who was solid. I want you to know that when he says they put into place someone who was solid, that meant someone who could cover our asses. 
That's exactly what he meant. Someone who was on our side. Trust me, this man is corrupt. He just admitted, this is, if this isn't a pay-to-play scheme, I don't know what is, and this is just the tip of the iceberg. Because let me tell you, I've received, and I'm going to still receive a ton of grief, but these next comments I'm going to say to you that I've told you before are 100% true. They are, well, they're against the mainstream narrative, and you have to have an open mind and be able to look through multiple layers of BS to see it. But I love the fact that I can do that. Trust me. Now, you've heard me say Putin is not the bad guy that the world's media is making him out to be. I'm not going to say Putin's the, the savior. Never. There's only one. I'm not going to tell you that. But I'm going to tell you, there's more to this war in Ukraine than what you're being told. There is a reason that Joe Biden and the Democrats are dishing out billions and billions of dollars to Ukraine. There is a reason Zelensky came to this country just last week literally begging, telling us we have to give him more money to fight Russia. Russia is not the bad guy. Russia is trying to destroy the biolabs in Ukraine. Russia is trying to destroy the Nazi faction in Ukraine. Russia is trying to, well, essentially throw Joe Biden under the bus because Joe Biden knows if Russia wins and they get control of that country, it's over. The Democrat, all 90% of the politicians in this country and around the world are over. I hear, I hear a lot of people saying, oh, well, Tom, Vladimir Putin's going back to the gold standard and trying to remove the, the dollar as the world's reserve currency. Yes, he is. I personally think we should have never gone off of the gold standard. We have nothing to back our money now. Nothing. Just good faith of the government. Oh, that's, that's all fine and dandy. We have the faith of the government. Hmm. How's that making you feel? Putin has said at the next BRICS conference with China, I get it, China is our enemy, but listen, listen to me. They, Putin wants a fair world order instead of a new world order. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, Putin isn't the bad guy he's being portrayed as. You And let the hate mail begin. The paranormal patriot at yahoo.com. Send it to me. Send it telling me how much of a traitor I am, how much of a Nazi I am, how much of a Soviet thug, KGB agent that I am. I get it. It is an unpopular opinion. But trust me, we have way too many people on this planet that have lost the ability to free think, to think for themselves. They would rather have somebody decide what to believe for them. It's less of a headache. I'm not one of them. Refuse to be one of them. I can see through the lies. I realize that if the media, the Democrats, the Republicans, every nation on the planet is criticizing Putin, calling him Satan, that might not be completely true. Because the people that are calling him Satan are trying to cover their asses. Those are the devils. 
I have no problem with Putin telling foreigners, if you come to our country, we will not change our religion. We will not change our culture for you. You will come to our country. You will learn and you will be absorbed in our culture. You will learn and you will speak our language. I don't have a problem with that. What I have a problem with is when I call a, uh, call a business, press 1 for English, press 2 for Spanish. No, we're not a Spanish-speaking nation. If you want to come to America, you learn the language. My grandfather, who was born in Greece, came here at 13 years old by himself, learned the language. It can be done, especially nowadays. You have Duolingo. You have Babbel. It's easy. If TV commercials are telling the truth, so long and short of it, stop having someone else decide for you what to think. Do it yourself. You were given that gift from God. You were given the ability to have a free mind to think for yourself. Do it. It's enlightening. It really is. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about Julia Roberts' new movie that was produced by the Obamas. Oh, my God, if this isn't predictive programming, I don't know what is. You are listening to The Paranormal Patriot. I'll be right back. Read it so obsessively you can't see clear anymore. You get so twisted up. Hey everybody, it's Tom Velasquez, host of The Paranormal Patriot, just telling you, if you have an event, if you have a group, if you have a book, if you have music, if you have anything you want to promote on this show, well, there's no time to do it than now, because right now I'm going to give you free advertising, free! I have thousands and thousands of listeners that listen to this show every week. Why not put your book, your music, your event, your thoughts... Why not put them in front of those people? It's a great idea. It's even better when it's free. All you have to do is contact me at theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. Send me a 30-second to one-minute audio clip detailing what you are promoting. It's on the show. And guess what? You'll never receive a bill. And I will promote it. It's my way of saying thank you. Thank you to the podcasting community and all, all of its listeners for making the Paranormal Patriot one of the top 15% of the podcasts on this planet. That's huge, and it's because of you. And I want to give it back to you by giving you free advertising. I don't care if you want to just say who you are and why you like the show or why you hate the show. 30-second to one-minute audio clip, that's all I'm asking for. The Paranormal Patriot at yahoo.com. Okay, so as I said in the beginning of the show, I'm a 
big fan of apocalyptic, end-of-the-world type movies, be it Alien Invasion or Natural Disaster or, you know, World War III. I, I, I don't want to live through it, but I enjoy those movies. So when I saw Julia Roberts, who I, I don't mind, I think she's a very good actress, when I saw her having a movie on Netflix, I got really excited, and it looked pretty good on the previews. And then I watched it and realized, holy cow, if this isn't predictive programming, I don't know what is. And then I couldn't figure out why it was so divisive. I mean, there's a scene in that movie. Let me play it for you. Listen to this. This is a scene of, I think it was a 15-year-old black girl talking to her father. Listen to this. I'm asking for you to remember that if the world falls apart, trust should not be dulled out easily to anyone, especially white people. Especially white people. Again, Democrats. This was a movie produced by Barack and Michelle Obama. If this was produced by Trump and there is a line in there that says you can't trust black people, oh my God, that, that movie would have been ostracized. This movie has been just glamorized. It's been, oh my gosh, what a great movie. It really wasn't that good of a movie. It, the, the ending of this movie, my wife and I looked at each other and just, what? I'm not going to spoil it for you, but what a horrific ending of the movie. But regardless of the ending, the movie is plagued with racism. The black girl, the 15-year-old black girl, horribly racist towards white people. And you could say that Julia Roberts' character was horribly racist towards black people, but it wasn't blatant. I mean, Julia Roberts just came out and said, I hate people. doesn't matter what color, race, creed you are, I hate people. Why that scene had to be in there is beyond me. And you could... Listen, as a black person, I can understand you saying, well, that's how we feel. You can't trust white people. Listen, you want to stop racism. Stop talking about it. If you want to make the world a better place, stop looking at everything black and white. But on the other hand, I, went, I, I mentioned predictive programming. This is the epitome of predictive programming. We have no idea who is perpetuating this attack on America. All we know is it's laying out the guidelines of the steps to take to take over a country without setting foot, having, having boots on the ground in a foreign country. Is this a prelude to what is coming? Did, did the, do the Obamas, are they going out and just... Basically telling us, hey, this is coming. How do we know it's not our government? We don't. So I wanted to give you a couple little tidbits. Let's just say that this movie is just, it's a false flag incident. It's a prelude to what's coming. And we know that this is a possibility because this is what the governments of the world do. They kind of tell us ahead of time that's, this is what's going to happen in nonchalant ways. They put it in movies. They put it in books. They put it in music. They put it in television shows. It happens, everybody. So I'm not 
going to tell you that I, I don't think that this is just a movie. I think this is a blueprint for what's going to happen to America. So it, it, and this can go for Americans or anyone else, New Zealanders, Australians, English, French, Germans, wherever, Russians, wherever you are, if. The world has a blackout. In, in in New York, we just had a Con Edison plant just explode, and oh my gosh, the Twitter X, whatever it is now, was all a buzz. You know, oh my God, the world is coming to an end. It happens. You know, power stations go down every time, every day. It's not a big deal. It just happened in New York. But in the case of what happens in this movie, where there is an attack on our country, and they let off, they let off an EMP an electromagnetic pulse detonation. And basically, that's a nuclear warhead that's exploded above the United States, and it renders anything electrical worthless. How do you prepare for that? Because you don't have a car. You're not going to have running water. You're not going to have electricity. You're not going to have heat. You're not going to have food. You can't get gas. You can't go to the store. There's no way food is going back and forth. What do you do? Here is my list. And I want you to really listen to this list. I've really given this a lot of thought. I've done a lot of research, and this is what I believe are the best, the best options for you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to happen. We are vulnerable right now. So in case there is an EMP that is detonated over the United States and therefore creates a blackout, here's what you need. You need to have a reserve of emergency cash. Now, credit cards are not going to work. You can't go to the bank and check your balance. You can't write somebody a check and say, I guarantee you the the money's in the bank. You just can't access it now. It's not going to work. You can't take that gold you bought and received a paper certificate. You own this much gold. You can't use that. You need to have an emergency reserve amount of cash. Cash for a while, and I'm not going to say it's going to last forever, but for a while will still be the main, the main source of bartering or to make your transactions finalized. But over time, people are going to realize this isn't worth the money it's printed on. So therefore... In the meantime, starting now, you need to start investing in gold and silver and precious metals. Gold and silver have never been worth nothing. Never. Gold just hit a record high and then it dropped down, but it just hit a record high. When and if this situation occurs, save that cash. Use, and when you do, use that cash right away, right away. Because give it maybe a month before people realize, I'm, I'm not taking cash. cash. Cash is worthless right now. They're going to expect, there's going to be a bartering system in the works. And there's going to be transactions done in only gold and silver, maybe palladium or platinum. That's it. That's all that is going to, That's that will be your currency. That's why I say you have to go to a gold standard. You have to have something to back your money. So always have a reserve amount of cash, but get gold and silver. 
it goes without saying, keep food and water stocked. Once a month, when you go to the grocery store, buy a case of water. Once a month, when you go to the grocery store, buy 10 cans of food, non-perishable, and hide them. You have to cover your water. They're in plastic bottles. If it's in the sunlight, it will deteriorate. It will contaminate the water. Cover them. But you need to have food and water. And again, you need to hide it. Hide it safely. I don't care if you make yourself a safe room. That would be ideal. Just ask the people of Israel about how their safe rooms worked. There's a lot of people that are alive today in Israel because they have safe rooms. It's a, it's a shame we have to even think that thought. But that is the reality of the situation. You need to secure your house with alarms and traps. Alarms, not, you know, alarms are going to scare away some people. The people that really don't give a shit and want to get in there and steal what you have and maybe take your life or use you for some other reasons, they're not going to be bothered by alarms. It's the traps. If you want to look into traps, look into how the Vietnamese, how they used their traps during the Vietnam War. Always have a safe haven where you can go in case of an emergency. If you live in a big city, you need to get out of the city. Plain and simple. You need to have. I started years ago a, an emergency folder. What to do in case of a tornado, in case of a large snowstorm, in case of a power outage. In case of a terrorist attack, in case of World War III, what do we do? Where do we go? Where do we meet? Where do we end up? You have to have a plan. You have to have a bug out bag. Because the days of, I'll just throw this in there and I'll put that in there. No, you don't have time at that point. When the, you know what, hits the fan, you got to go. And you got to have a place. You can't just drive aimlessly because the highways are going to be packed full. You're not going to move. You have to know how to get there in the back roads. You have to be off the grid, essentially. Again, stay out of the big cities. Big cities, you're dead. You're not going to survive in a big city. Never, and this is huge, never tell anyone outside of your group, which should be your family, your plan. Never tell them your plan. You tell them your plan. Guess who shows up when you are off, when you're off the grid, when you're safe. Guess who shows up loaded with a gun telling you, I'm taking your food, I'm, I'm taking your vehicle, and I'm taking your water. Friendships don't matter at that point. At that point, it's survival. And at that point, loyalties are gone. There are other numerous essential supplies that you should have in addition to food and water. You need to have ammunition, gasoline, clothing, first aid supplies, toilet paper. Leaves aren't going to do it. You need to have propane, items for personal hygiene, plastic bags. You need your prescription medications, pet food, batteries, gas, and so forth. Again, Leave the world behind is predictive programming. It is. I firmly believe it is. It is a racist show that should 
be ostracized by everyone, everyone out that watches it, everyone that watches that should be offended by that because off- being offended is the cool thing to do, apparently. But in the event that this happens, you need to take what I just told you and run with it. If you don't have a plan for your family, get one. The last thing you want to do when the shit hits the fan is to be a bumbling idiot. You don't want to start packing your stuff and not knowing what to take. And then be like, oh, just throw it in there. Just throw it in. We don't have enough food or water. Prepare. Because by the time the shit hits the fan and you decide, oh, I need food and water, and you go to the grocery store, chaos has already ensued. If they even have the product on the shelf, people will kill each other to get those products. Because as I say, when it comes to life and death, people are going to protect their family. And they're going to going to protect them by any means necessary. How do you avoid that? Have the food, have the water, have the bug out bag, and have a place that you know where you're going to go already. Beat the rush. Because there are so many people out there that are like, ah, that'll never happen. But when it does, they're screwed. Don't be that guy. All right, let me know what you think. Let me know what you, if you've seen the movie, A, let me know what you thought about it. But B, I really want to know what you think of the ending. I, I, I was so upset with the ending. But let me know if you have any other ideas of what to do in a situation where you have to bug out, please give them to me because I will pass them on to our listeners. So you have been listening to the Paranormal Patriot. I will be back next week. My name is Tom Velasquez. Thank you so much for listening. Again, you have been listening to the Paranormal Patriot. I will talk to you next week. Some of the-